Greetings, citizens of Earth. You are barking a happy tune with my pal Smurf of Smurf and the Magic Tones on 5280 Geek. Live from the Vegas Studios, it is Weekend Geek Update. Smurf here, and we are a company joined and otherwise basking in the glow basking. of friendship, <laughs> bonding. Susie Cuse joins us. Hi, hello. Our sponsor, our That's brilliant, me. brilliant sponsor, who we will be doing adventures later today. Yes, we are adventuring today. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, we also have... The Deem, running camera this week, who is also a member of the team. He did the amazing videos for Colorado Festival of Horror. Yes, he did. And if you go over to that page right now, you will see his work in action. He is taking new clients right now, as we all are, because nobody needs us. (laughs) What kind of world is we live in when nobody needs us to save the day? slightly extraneous. Yes, so go over there, check out the Deem's incredible skill, and of course, bask in his glory, 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 glory. Colorado Festival of Horror has a different website, don't they? Yes, they do. Uh, I forget what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know it's on the Facebook page. (laughs) Okay, of all the the things in my head, that's the one you asked about. I'm sorry. Son of a bitch. I did it on purpose. I deserve an app for that. That's all I'm saying. So. So. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. It has been, I don't even know where to start, to be honest with you. So, the obvious question, conversation, of course, because I know everyone's dying to find out what we think about Book of Boba, (laughs) but you got to (laughs) wait. There's other stuff to talk about. Yeah, there is. There is. Okay. So, first of all, like right out of the gate, you actually watched the Super Bowl. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, I didn't. (laughs) The way you were talking to me, I was like, oh, she watched the Super Bowl. No, I uh, placed a bet with a friend of mine, and then I watched K-dramas with Red. <laughs> Red has gone so far down the K-drama hole. The other day, oh, yeah. she, she, she messaged me, and she's all like, I can't draw birds. Okay? So I'm going to watch K-dramas. Like, yeah. So she's doing two different projects, and she's at the point where both require her drawing birds. Right. And and she she's can't. Com- she can't. I'm like, well, you start with a little dot and then a littler dot and then like some fluffy stuff on the side. She's like, you try that. <laughs> um, no, I'm the, not the artist. <laughs> those birds. Uh, she did that draw with me video over the weekend, which is which incredible. We posted on um, yeah. Monday for 5280 Geek. So a couple days ago, it was in the evening. And I, again, one of my long rambling stories, stick with me. Um. I had been watching videos on the internet, and I saw these really incredible tattoos that look like blue willow china patterns. Yes, but they are single. They're single um, icons, I guess. They're mm-hmm. single subjects, and they looked really cool. And I'm telling Jeremy about that as he comes in from walking the dog and getting the mail, and he hands me this envelope, and I open this envelope, and there is a bird drawn in the blue willow style. On a card from Red, very similar, if not the same one, it's from the video. probably the same one. 
because it was an appreciation card, and Red's going through some some stuff because her her parents lost their home in the Boulder Fire, yeah. which is traumatic. And then when you think about it, because you're like, okay, it's a fire, right? Your house your house catches fire, you lose your. But then like the realization sets in, like everything is gone. Everything. Everything. All of the junk in the basement you never think about. Uh, your kitchen utensil, yeah. like it's the so... shelf paper in the hall, like all the stuff that you never think about is just is just, just gone. gone. And I I love that that's how Red is trying to process this trauma, this loss of her, essentially her family history, at least the tangible portions of mm-hmm. it, by doing these paintings and telling these stories. Uh, but the timing of that was so odd. It was just like. Let me tell you about this thing that I saw, and then we open up in the mail an an example of it. It was just it was just beautiful timing, yeah. And she did great. a great job. She she's so hard she on herself. Did. So go over to Red's uh, Create with me. It's on yes. the fifty eight fifty two eighty geek dot com. It's also on our Facebook page. We posted her her art ghoulish on Anya. Anya, it's so amazing. It is amazing. Um, well, if you didn't watch the Super Bowl, you didn't see any of the trailers. I didn't see any of the trails, trailers, but I have seen a couple of the commercials. Okay. So. Because the one trailer that, like, stood out that I was so excited about was Jurassic World Dom- D- D- Dominion. Meh. Meh? <laughs> I'm not. I don't really. I'm not Meh. really into those movies. <laughs> I'm. You know what? I lost. I I I don't care. A long time ago, right after the books, and them not even being anywhere close to no, not faithful at all to the book, not which which was a great. I mean, the hunter in the book, such a right. badass, which right. we can only assume in the first film is is the Australian guy, right, and gets taken out immediately. And he isn't he the first one, yes, or like the second one. Well, yeah, Newman gets it first, right? I th- no. No, Newman doesn't get it first. I think it is. He is the first one to it go. It may have been 25 years since I saw that movie. Might have been. <laughs> All we know is Newman ends up in a shaving can as an action right. figure later on. And, you know, it makes sense. Right. So in the books, the hunter's a badass. Yes. Just outright awesome. The movie, he's, he's the first to go. Yeah. And it's just, after that, it's just like, meh. But I love Sam Neill. Yes. And well, he's amazing. And he Laura amazing. Dern. I mean, and Laura Dern. You know, I'm such a Lynch fan that I I love Laura Dern too. So going going back to um, Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet. Yeah. Wild at Heart. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm such a dork for David Lynch. But um, just to see the whole crew back together, and I don't really care too much about. The Chris Pratt version and and all of that nonsense, right. but just to see all of them together, yeah, I was just like, maybe this will be good. <laughs> but the, you know, I think we're going to run into the problem like we did with Batman, where there's just there's too, too many. many characters, yeah. Because I'm I'm betting Jeff as much as we want to see Jeff Goldblum be Jeff Goldblum because that's all he does, right? Um, I don't I don't think we're going to get a whole lot of get a whole lot of him in this. No, I. You know, it's funny that you bring this up because this morning I saw a trailer for. A this morning sh- you saw Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, this morning I saw Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> this morning I saw a trailer for um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air remake. Oh my god! Mm. And yeah, like okay, so maybe I'm being a jerk here, but is there nothing new 
do you can you only draw upon or recreate things that already exist is there nothing original anymore because as much as we love sam and laura and even jeff and the idea of these you know the dinosaurs cgi being much better or better practical effects or whatever they may do it's still the same old thing it is the same old thing people running for their lives is dinosaurs snatch them off toilets right yeah yeah i love that you put it that way So, I, I mean, maybe I'm just being an overcritical jerk, but is there nothing, couldn't we have done something new? I would like to have thought that they would have, because there was another um, remake that I'm just like, completely just why, you know, yeah. and I don't remember what it was. And it was like in the vein of Fresh Prince, where I'm just like, that... That show, for what it was in its time, has an entirely different statement than the one that they're doing now. And, exactly. And, oh, it was Wonder Years. Oh. Wonder Years pissed me right the hell off. Because I, I, I'm like, why can't they just make it its own thing? And yeah. I, And it's just... I, I'm not a big fan of it. I tried watching it. Don Cheadle does a great job with the voiceover, but it's just it's not. It doesn't have that same Wonder Years feel because that isn't the world we live in. Right. That is not the 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 status quo these days. So I think they just needed to re reevaluate how they approached that show. I haven't seen that one, but like I said, I've been seeing these commercials for Bel Air, and it just. Um, I know Will Smith is attached to it in some capacity, maybe just as I think in, he's an executive producer, producer or something. Um, but it that show was so meaningful to so many people yes. back in the day. And it was it was not like the Cosby show. This family was imperfect and struggled and they had big issues and they they, were, they were just huge telling issues for thirty minutes. I know, and they were just telling different stories. And I, you know, I'm from the suburbs of Colorado Springs, and so that was a, you know, I'm I've been always attracted to hip hop and that kind of thing from a young age, and so to see it on TV uh, in kind of a normal way, that was just that was a real horizon builder for me and, mm-hmm. and I just don't think that this show maybe they'll be more serious but I just don't think it'll pack think, the same punch I don't think it will and I don't and, know if we need more serious do we well I don't know maybe we do because when I mean when you look at like okay you got Fresh Prince and then you got on the other side um Euphoria right and, oh my god that show is just <laughs> freaking dark oh my god and Zendaya does an amazing job um, and I know, like, Dare jumped in on this. Right, And right. they're all like, you know, this isn't what you should, the message you should be sending. You shouldn't, you know, glorify drugs and alcohol. Right. And she was like, are we watching the same, same show? Nobody <laughs> wants to be my character. Nobody. <laughs> she is a mess. <laughs> she is a wreck. But look, that was a totally original concept. They executed it beautifully. Yes. Even if it is dark, even if it is ugly, it's it's... It it's stands original. on its own, mm-hmm. and it isn't just rehashing. I again, I I loved the Michael Crichton books. I did read mm-hmm. them, um, but how many times do we need to be chased by dinosaurs? It doesn't. I'm interested about the the ch- wicked looking chicken thing. I love that you're flapping your arm. He's got like, his wings. <laughs> I, I mean, it is wild. He looks like a pissed off rooster. He's gonna. <laughs> 
fuck you up, man. I looked at that like, oh my gosh, balls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You're gonna get. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna do that joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was one that was coming. I'm gonna. I'm sure you can remember <laughs> thinking what that one was. <laughs> oh my god. But I mean, we we look at these things, and I, I I'm excited to see it. I'm ready for it. But the one that really and to and it actually feeds right into one of the other stories that I have is. Like, Hulu brings back Futurama. Like, really, Hulu? Okay, so I'm so freaking excited about this because I loved Futurama. I loved it the first time. I loved it the second time. I'm probably going to love it the third time. I love how it is not The Simpsons. It is not You, family guy. Um, It is not The Simpsons, but it has that kind of off-the-wall irreverent Simpsons humor that we all love for some reason for 33, 34 seasons. Gosh. Um, Ridiculous. What's and well, and we it's, it's in rerun. uh, Well, yeah, I mean, it's on on comedy central cartoon network, cartoon network. Pardon me. And I was watching it. Um, last night, actually, I have this arduous, uh, skincare routine because I'm over 40. <laughs> it takes like an hour. I want to maintain my 20 looking I face. I know. Ah. Um, so I put that on while I'm going through this 900 step process of putting lotion on my face. And I just, I forget how much I love that show and what just completely off the wall things they say until it's on. And I'm like, oh, this is great. It is odd and it is funny and like the owls, the owls instead of pigeons and just the bonkers things that Professor Farnsworth says. It's great news, everyone. Yeah, I love it. I can't wait. I tried watching Disenchanted, which is his other creation. That was not great. Oh my god, that thing is horrible. (laughs) I I know it's on like season three, yeah, or chapter three or. I watched like three on. episodes of it and bailed because yeah, it's not. I, I made it through the first season just because I liked the demon. The demon yeah. was kind of funny, but then after that, I was just like, "No, no I'm not coming back." I never, I never even gave season two a try. No. I'm like, "Nope, checking out on this one." So I'm hoping that because the problem with Disenchanted is it's all the same recycled jokes that we have seen right. with Futurama, with Simpsons, with, yeah. with all of that. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them bringing back Futurama. Because, I mean, they did kind of, like, tie it all up. We got the the big crescendo. We got right. the send-off. So do they move them forward? Are Leela and, and Farnsworth, Bye. you know, together? Yeah, I don't know. But I'm excited that it's coming Bender? back. I mean, really, all I care about is Bender and whatever new meme we'll make out of, right. you know, Rock Lobster. <laughs> I don't. I mean, that's basically all we're going to look forward to, in my opinion. But now I think it's going to be great. We'll see what uh, Hulu has in store. But um, I'm glad you're optimistic. Yeah, I, I carry. Am. I will go. With, I will carry your optimism. I'm nothing if not optimistic into into battle. One of the other things trailers that landed during the Super Bowl was Lord of the Rings: The Rings of Power. Yes. Um. This was an. I don't. This was an impressive trailer because I wasn't I hadn't seen anything. They've been very tight lipped. They have been. And and I mean, this is more lockdown than some of the Star Wars stuff that we deal with. Well, 
so I'm super excited about this, but I also I'm going into it with a tiny bit of a grudge because I uh, sent samples for uh, costume making to that show because you know the it whole, is it is it is in your wheelhouse. It is, um, and I don't know they were. They were unsolicited samples, so mm. I know how that goes. Yep. Um, but I never heard back or anything, so I'm a tiny bit grumpy about that. I'm excited for the show, though, because I love Lord of the Rings. I love that whole universe. The books are great. Um, you know, you didn't know my old dog, Ayn. Uh, he was also Ayn. a corgi. Um, <clears throat> named after Cowboy Bebop. Named after Cowboy Bebop, Yes. And he looked like Ayn, and I used to make him wear a red collar with a gold circle tag. Anyway, so he was constantly in cosplay. Um, But my Ayn puppy loved Lord of the Rings, the movies. He would situate himself so he could see the TV and watch all 15 extended version hours sit still the whole time. He loved it. Oh, okay. And so, you know, we've seen those movies about a thousand times because when he wasn't well or... If it was a gloomy day and he was, couldn't play outside. Was that his comfort show? That was his comfort show. <laughs> I know how strange it sounds to sit here and tell you that my no, dog watched the movies. My but cat he did. does that all the time. He loved them. He loved them. And we couldn't, when we, he, um, he passed away just a few weeks before Winston came home. So, right. um, and it was sudden, but he was 17 years old. He was 17 year old Corgi. And up until the last day that he would, he would tell you he wanted to watch him, too, because I would leave the box, the DVD box out, and he would look at you and look at the box and look at you and look at the box until you put Cheeky it on. Cheeky little puppy. I know. I know. <clears throat> so cute. Yes. Um, here's the rundown, the synopsis, if you will. The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, brings to the screen for the very first time the heroic legends of the fabled Second Age of Middle-Earth's history. The epic drama is set thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit. Uh, so we'll see a lot of uh, everything, I guess. The creating of the rings. We'll see man come into its own. I'm kind of curious how they'll work in the elven. And will we see... Because there's always mention of like the dwarves and everything right, else. But we right. really never get to see any of that in The Hobbit. Or I mean, we do kind of see more of it in The Hobbit than we do... Um, anywhere else. Anywhere else. Because we get Rivendale. Yes. And there's some it. and there's some speculation that Elrond will be in this show because he is alive at this time. Yes. So but it's thousands of years. So we haven't even had the battle. I mean, we'll have a younger Elrond, wouldn't we? Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Because well, we don't even know how old he is, but we know he was there for the fight with the rings. Yeah, and... the first battle with Sauron. Yeah. Yeah. And that was well. You think I'm a nerd for Star Wars? Get me going on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the question is: Is this going to be a hit? How is Amazon going to pull this off? And especially after we had Jupiter's Legacy, right? Which I thought was spectacular. Yes. And they're like, "Well, no, we didn't get the the hits, and it spent. We spent way too much money making that thing, so it's not coming back." How much money did they spend on this? Because I know firsthand from you what just, man hours it just goes the into. Armor. Just the armor <laughs> alone. We'll have to have a whole segment just about Lord of the Rings armor. Um, yeah, it's, I can't, I don't, 
I don't know, it must have cost a fortune because it isn't just physical props or wardrobe or actors or, you know, animal wranglers because they're sure to be horses. You also have this massive CGI and, again, practical effects contingency. Um, well, even the picture that I've got up of, I, I, I guess she's a shield maiden or a paladin of some sort because of her dress and she's got the gauntlets and everything but i mean just looking at like it looks full plate yeah with a habard now that i know how to now that i can identify thanks to you <laughs> it's like a crash course <laughs> on armory with Susie. oh yeah but i mean alone for her costume i mean that's thousands of dollars oh easy oh yeah yeah she's got see if that is metal of any kind even aluminum she's wearing like 10 grand worth of armor for one character yeah and they're pissed off at jupiter's legacy (laughs) fuck off amazon (laughs) so speaking of armor if i can derail you for a second always we bought a different car over the weekend oh you're gonna drive that too you're we're yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. um because as you know i spent a small fortune in rental cars last season and we just couldn't do that anymore so we got a slightly larger car and uh the dealer guy is like so here's my manager go sell him your old car you know and the and the we go and we're looking at my old little car and and he's like so what do you do for work and i <laughs> i looked this car salesman right in the eye and said oh i make chainmail and armor and he's like like a blacksmith like those guys on the show? Are you going to be on that show? What's that show? <laughs> Apparently there's some kind of blacksmith show on TV. Oh. Like a competition show. I think that's like Armor Wars where they're making swords and yeah, all of that. Yeah, I don't know. So. But this guy, like we went on the, on the History Channel, I think. We went on the test drive uh, in my car for them to right. see how it worked. And the whole time he's like so... How did you get into this? How did you learn how to do this? Why do you do this? What did you do before? Did you go to college? Like the whole 20-minute drive around in my car, he's just peppering me with questions <laughs> about being an armorer and making chainmail and how that came to be. I just thought it was so wow. funny. Okay. Because I'm apparently the first blacksmith they have sold a car to. So. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> it was just very funny. Did he ask for, like, anything? Well, he he took the Linktree link and was like, so what if, you know, could you just make armor? Like, yeah, I can just make armor. <laughs> That's sort of how yeah, it Yeah, just happened. give me a couple extra fenders and, right? you know, I'll be sure to, to pound out, <laughs> you know, something for you. It was just such a funny exchange. It, so because. Odd. Normally, when we talk to people about this, they're convention goers or D&D players or some something like that they've had some exposure to. Or they've seen the jousting show at the Renaissance Festival. But this guy was coming in completely blind. He had no reference at all. And it, it was k- just... King's Table? Is it King's Table that has the jousting and the dinner? And it's Oh, no, it's Medieval Times. That's Medieval Times. Medieval times. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, because so in random. medieval times. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of medieval times, let's talk about the other trailer that was huge for me: Doctor Strange in the Mouth of Madness, which uh, really paints a dark, twisted world that's even expanding past the what if 
right. episode that we saw for right. Doctor Strange. And I think that's where they're getting a lot of the elements for this film. So right out of the gate, of course, everybody is Professor X. Because you course. hear Patrick Stewart's voice, um, which leads us to believe that there is the Illuminati. Right. And for those at home have no idea what we're talking about, it's not a secret cult, you know, for the conspiracy theorists out there. The Illuminati is a group of the higher-powered Marvel characters. And also some of the best stories in Marvel, period. It is. Uh, Each member has an Infinity Stone. Yes. So it's very interesting that they're bringing this in for the multiverse. So because in that, Xavier has the Mind Gem. Right. Which right. is very interesting. I wonder if this is where they were going all along because we kept saying we couldn't see what was what the what Could larger be. story was unfolding, and with the introduction of the Illuminati, some of those other things make more sense. They're they're less random. Some of the random things we've been complaining about all these months, but I don't know because we also in that trailer. There's an interesting scene where um, Doctor Strange is being escorted by what looks like either Ultron drones or guardsmen. Right? I was like, oh, will we get, like, guardsmen? That would be kind of cool. I mean, we don't get that too often because it was uh, kind of a throwaway story in Marvel years ago. Yeah, it's old. It is old, but maybe (laughs) it plays into armor wars and, and all of that, but I was just... Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of content. I watched it once, and I need to go back and watch it again because it just kind of went. Phew. BJ did send me an image. He's showing the in the one of the shattered glasses. Yeah, is Peggy Carter's cap shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I don't know. This seems this seems like it could go one of two th- ways. Absolutely spectacular, amazing balls, and blow Spidey out of the water. Or this is just going to be a train wreck of just (laughs) shit hitting the wall and us walking out going, what did I just watch? Have some faith. I have faith. I'm very optimistic, especially when it comes to Cumberbatch. (laughs) (laughs) That hurt you to say it correctly, didn't it? (laughs) It did. There were so many other versions fighting to get out of my mouth. Dear listeners, go watch the video of this, and you can see the struggle on his face. I just wanted to say so many other things. I'm trying I to be know. nice, but I do. I do admire him. I like him as an actor. I, I and as a human, as a person. Yes, yes. he he's, seems he's to a, be a good guy. He's a top shelf kind of guy. So I'm very excited to see this evolve into something more. I'm very excited to see this. Yes. But at the same point, I'm just, mm, mm, the inner nerd in me, sometimes, the comic book guy. Sometimes you just need to let it be. I know. Just, I, need, I need to live in the moment. Just let it be. <laughs> let it be. Let <laughs> it be. Um, it might surprise you. It might. It might surprise you. There is a problem, though. There's a huge problem. Because if this if this rumor becomes true, then I, this movie immediately becomes unwatchable for me. Okay. There are rumors that Tom Cruise is going to be playing oh. Tony Stark. Um, oh, you're right, because I can't support that level of bonkers. N- well, that and my total disdain for Tom Cruise. Um, 
So there's a quote. There's too much smoke coming out of that corner of the Internet to not admit there's a fire. And I think the inclusion of those Ultron bots and the trailer were meant to wink at the fans who have been tracing the Illuminati rumors in the chat rooms for far and wide. Doctor Strange and the Madness, Multiverse of Madness, will be the first MCU movie of 2022. Damn. If... This is true. If Tom Cruise is in fact Tony Stark, I can't. I can never watch this film. No. No. I can't give him any money. No. Well, I mean, I give Marvel money regardless. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> Since the mouse took over, they're getting money. Well, I mean, I can't. I can't buy a ticket knowing that some portion of that fund, Go those funds, Cruise? are going to Tom Cruise. I mean, yes. do. Do what you're gonna do, but he he is too bonkers for me. <laughs> I can't I can't fund it at any level. No. So And my boycott of Tom Cruise films continues. Yeah, mine too. <sighs> please do not let this be true. Marvel, please save us. And if they're the gonna hour. And if they're gonna go back and redo Ultron, like do Hank Pym Ultron. No doubt. Right? Cause that was kind of a that was kind of a sore spot for me. I did like Age of Ultron. Um, the changes were reasonable, but I like that, you know, of course, without the spousal abuse, I like the, the Hank Pym Ultron Well, and it even plays into further stories where Pym merges with Ultron. Right. So there are so many other stories that can come out of this. And I do like Hank Pym. I know we're not going to, to, to get our Hank Pym. I'm sure right, they, they right. would have to because I don't see Michael Douglas Pulling, pulling <laughs> Hank Pym, a younger Hank Pym at this stage. No, I don't know. Their their facial regression is getting better, but it's still slightly uncanny it's valley. Kind of quirky looking. Yeah. Um, last trailer, and then we'll move on to something more impressive. Uh, DC dropped the new Aquaman, Black Adam, and Flash footage for their uh, hype of Warner Brothers for 2022. Right. Holy balls! <laughs> I am in heaven. DC pulled out all the stops. It looks spectacular. Black Adam. I mean, even Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Right. Okay, that was good. Adam Smasher tearing through a town. I never in a million years (laughs) thought. Well, first of all, I never thought I would see Polka Dot Man. But then to see Adam Smasher tearing through a city (laughs) is just just rapture. Oh, my gosh. I mean, DC's just... Who do we need? And then the final footage of Hawkman, full full spread, full wings. Did you see – oh, you weren't with us. In Vegas, in that crummy show I did in Vegas, yeah. there was this man um, – I'll, I'll have to find the video for you. He built his own Hawkman outfit. The wings oh, wow. articulate. It was gorgeous. It was – uh, yeah, it was all microcontroller, the wings, and it w- it was amazing. It was it was the highlight of that show. That had to be hot in Vegas. Well, he didn't have the shirt. <laughs> um, Say no more. And maybe. Uh, and maybe nothing else. <laughs> and maybe. Sorry, dude. And maybe needed the shirt. Oh. Um, <laughs> he was very nice. Uh, the costume was amazing. Uh, but you know, I'm a little, I'm a little prudy, and I just like people to be dressed. I just like people to be dressed. So many. That's just my own jam. Too yeah, many too many butts. butts. 
Um, That's all. It's not like the guy was weird looking or ugly. I'm not. I'm not body shaming him. I just prefer people to have all their clothes on. That's just me. No, I get that. Uh, <laughs> totally get that. But I mean, and to see all of that and Black Adam just <clears throat> so so yeah, just. Oh, I was. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy to to see this play out. Even Flash, Ezra Miller's Flash, which I have just been kind of tiptoeing around because I don't really. Right. I don't. I don't know if I like Ezra Miller as Barry. Bring bring Grant. Just just bring in Grant. <laughs> he's proven. He's done a great job. Give him the movie. He's earned it. Please. But we'll see. I'm I'm excited. To, I'm all of them were 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 hits for me. Even the Batman. But I, I'll still even with um. Oh my gosh, his name! I almost called him the vampire character. What is this? Oh, Robert Pattinson. Is is he gonna is he gonna do it? I I don't I don't know. I mean, he can he can brood. He's he's broody enough. Demonstrated that, but Batman's a big mantle. So, and we've seen plenty of Batmans, which is the actual plural of, of Batman. Uh, wouldn't fail. it be Batman? No, because there's only one Batman. Oh, yeah. Look at you getting all literary. <laughs> See, I was like you, and I had the same. I had the same trepidation, but I and I sat and I thought about this, um, and the same thing crossed my mind with uh, another another topic as I sat and I thought about it. This is like Batman Year One. Okay. Like in the comics. Right, right. Which you can relate to. So he's not as polished. He's not as dark nighty. He He's angry. Dark nighty. He's not. I, I just saw like this black Victorian nightgown blowing in the wind. Black nighty. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I had too much coffee this have morning. You, have you had your dark nighty too? <laughs> so, um. <laughs> dirty. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> this is why we can't get anything done. <laughs> nope. Yeah, this is why you don't work in the office. Oh, okay. So I was like you, and I, w- I was thinking the exact same thing, and then it occurred to me, this is Batman year one. Okay. He's, he's, he's angry. He doesn't know how to focus. He suffers from issues that are still stemming from his parents' loss. Okay, that's in, fair. In addition to he he... He hasn't figured out how to, you know, how to Batman. How to Batman? Okay. I mean, because when you think when we see our Batman, right. he's already polished. He's already refined. He knows, right? You know, he constantly disappears on Commissioner Gordon. I mean, he's got his routine. We're seeing him before any of that. Okay. So, Robert Pattinson plays Broody well. He's definitely got the rage component going. Okay. And. Just to see what I've seen from the trailers, I'm like, because I was like you, I was just like, it's a sparkly vampire. I'm not right. gonna like this, right? But we've got there's there's too many things working in its advantage, especially when we're dealing with like an early cobble pot. We've never really had a good Riddler story. No, not really. Um, Andy Ska- Circus, yes, as Alfred. Is he really? Yes. Oh my gosh. So there are all these great. Components and elements that remind me of Keaton's Batman. Okay. The very first one. Where there, there's just like all of these things that are in play and it, it has such a great potential because you really haven't explored this part of Batman. 
No, that's true. Because even I'm rewatching the OG animated series right now, mm-hmm. which is frankly the perfect. Bruce Timm stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's perfect. I will. I will. It is. It I will is fight you on that. Mm-hmm. It is so good right. that they retconned origin stories to fit around, and of course, none of this would exist without Tim Burton. Um, the the Burton Batman films and I I just think that version of the animated series is just so it's just perfect it's yes. just little bite sized stories and you get a good feel for who Batman is and you get a good feel for who the the Rogues Gallery are and it's just it's just perfect well and we even get like some of the the modified history oh, yeah. we get we get some great stories I mean the Smiling Fish which I is a story it's like one of my favorite. Batman stories. Yeah. I have one that's a it's 9.8. It's a beautiful copy. Yeah. And it's Joker on the cover with two smiling fishes and I got you covered. And it's a great story that I never in a million years thought I would see them do. But the way they did it in Harley in a fish costume. I know. I know. And Harley. We would not have Harley if we it wasn't. We wouldn't have not. Harley without that. No. Um, they adapted Victor Freeze's origin story, and that makes more sense than yep. his original origin story. And it just, it is. So if they're going down that path, then I will forgive the sparkly vampires and give this one a shot. I'm not a huge DC movie fan. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to like Aquaman, even though I historically don't like Aquaman. I like Jason Momoa, but Amber Heard is problematic for me. And as long as she's attached to that, I I can't attach to that if that makes sense. And I love <clears throat> that they 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 did have a trailer for it, and he's in a dark suit, and it's fine. But what I really like more is Peacemaker and the shots that they're taking at the DCU. Yeah, and one is Aquaman fucks fish. <laughs> And this came out of Peacemaker. Well, and I mean, you know what? A, as as untoward as that may be, that is a long-standing joke. It is, and I love that. I know James Gunn has had just complete fun making this series. Right. We're about to get the the season finale on Thursday. I was not on board. I badmouthed the shit out of this series. Oh my gosh! And now we, it's it's we did we went to a show where John Cena was appearing and you badmouthed the show the whole way. <laughs> I did every inch. But after watching this, I and I, I retract my statement. I modify my words. Watch the first three episodes. If you don't like it, it's not for you. Did you get that on video? Yeah, you got that on video. <laughs> it's not very often that I we will. May need to that resurrect that. <laughs> you know, it's not very often that I'm wrong. I call it incorrectly. Sorry, folks. But and and you know what? I don't even know if it's just because of Cena or or just there's so many different elements. It's James Gunn at his best. He's he's basically yeah. just given free reign from everything that I can see, and it is entertaining as hell. And and I, I and the jokes and the Easter eggs <laughs> and everything, the pot shots at DC, it is. Well, it they, works. They've made it really easy to make fun of themselves. They did. They I have mean, always set themselves that, up. That bar is really low. DC is so harsh and brutal on its characters. Yeah. I mean, they are just brutal on their characters. Well, I'm, and we were just talking about this the other day, weren't we? With yeah. Brett about how it's just a darker, all the storylines are darker, all the characters are darker. Mm-hmm. Um, but. The execution of this visual component, the the film and TV, it just hasn't been really great for me. 
And I've said it before, and I'll probably keep saying it. It feels like a day late and a dollar short. And maybe when I don't know. the other thing, and and you know how big this is for me, and I, I sorry to be harping on it all day, but when things are problematic at Disney, they act on it. Maybe they act too fast, but they act on it. When things are problematic at DC, they just keep trundling along, being problematic and not. Um, oh, it'll work itself out. Yeah, there. it just. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I act a lot without thinking, so I admire that in other people. Uh, (laughs) I really have to sit back and marvel at that I just, (laughs) I like that, again, maybe they act too quickly, but I like that they've done something. They've acknowledged, okay, well, this this is a situation. This person has demonstrated questionable behavior or whatever the case may be, and they act on it. And if it turns out to be wrong, they came forward and said that they were sorry, and, and they were wrong, and they... What are they going to do about Sebastian Stan, then? He's playing Tommy Lee in that new uh, bioptic of their their porno, him in... Uh, uh, yeah, but that's not... He's running around with a prosthetic ding-dong. <laughs> I mean, you have to, because it's Tommy Lee, and, you know, rumors allegedly. are... Yes, allegedly. Yes, allegedly, but I've I've read articles... I have not watched it. Nor have I. Um, I just don't care. I lived it. I don't really need Well. <laughs> I was there for this. I don't need to see it again. <laughs> um, for reasons I'm not going to get into right now, I'm not going to watch it out of loyalty to a friend of mine. But Yes, you and I um, have talked about that. Uh, who is neither Tommy Lee nor Pam Anderson, just in case people <laughs> are wondering. <laughs> Automatically. Uh, right. She knows Tommy Lee. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. Um, and so I've heard that this is not a very accurate it is not. portrayal and that they didn't even consult. Like, they didn't even talk to Pam, like, who was there. And it seems like. Was she? I don't know. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> one too many Prozacs. I'm just uh, saying. It just, it for me, again, I'm sorry, we need to change the subject after this because I'm getting really, like... No, we're going to Boba. I'm getting really... Uh, anyway, for me, it feels like they're victimizing her all over again by not including Pam in this. The way that they allegedly gloss over the marital... Marital... marital spousal issues. abuse. Yes. Uh, it just... And I know these are all allegations, uh, so... Again, you can't ignore the smoke. Right. <laughs> I just, it doesn't, I don't know. Why did they need to bring that up again? They didn't. They needed money. Fair. Somebody needed money. This okay. is somebody's story. The guy the guy that had the tape. I, the guy who stole the yeah, tape? the guy who had the tape. I'm, <laughs> I'm guaranteeing that's where this is coming from. Uh, yeah, so anyway. So speaking of stealing, now some people this may be true, but Book of Boba has stolen a lot of fans' hearts. Mine Yes. Eh. No. Eh. Oh, my God. Eh. What is wrong with you? <sighs> so it wasn't the most glorious thing I ever saw, but it was delightful. So there is a great payoff at the end. The final episode for me right. was spectacular. I loved it. Um, even the Go-Go Vespa Rangers. I was wondering when you were going to bring Rangers! them up. <laughs> And their little nonsense. 57 Chevy <laughs> maglev <knockoff>. scooters. <laughs> we're in the middle of the desert, but we're going to wear suits. 
and fight. <laughs> nah, that works. That 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 the scooter gang was not my favorite part of it Boba was Fett. just so random and just didn't need to happen no boba fett really didn't kill anybody not oh, until the I... end but there's there's i got i is got is it too soon to talk about the end <laughs> so i think it's been a week okay and it, we're gonna go into a little bit of spoiler if you haven't watched the last episode of book of boba you can continue listening we won't try and give away too many spoilers but there is a character that takes one right to the chest yes which shocked the hell out of me so they do build up the relationship, and that's what I was, like, happy to see because there is a history between Cad Bane and Boba. Yes, there is. The dent in Boba's helmet is from Cad Bane, and they kind of alluded to it in the dialogue between the two of them. Right. Which is is cool, and I like that. Well, and it goes back to their time with Aura Singh, too. Yes. Which um, we did, they didn't mention, but they no. just kind of, yeah. they kind of glossed over that. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to see that. We might see that later. I I hope so. Maybe in Bad Batch or something. Mm-hmm. I that's such a great story because it's um, Hondo, it's Cad Bane, it's Aura Singh, it's Boba Fett, it's um, uh, Gorn. It's uh, just tons and tons of these bounty hunters, like these legendary bounty hunters, like form a gang for a minute and terrorize each other in the galaxy and it's <laughs> it's great yeah it is great um but they didn't really talk about that in boba fett no and i think they didn't because we don't know alpha's story okay because i think and this is just me speculating i think she still has a larger role to play than any of us really understand and i think filoni is building that story up next maybe it's hard know. to say because you I never don't know. know with yeah, him. you can't. You can't. Because I never thought in a million years we would see Cad Bane show up. Right. I just again, you know, you know, my smacking of Jerry. He sits on the right side of me on the couch, and when I get too excited about the show, I start smacking him. Uh, <laughs> well, even like Karistan. Right. I, I mean, he makes an appearance in Darth Vader number one. Yes. And he's a bounty hunter. Yeah. And then we don't really see him for a while until I think it's Dr. Foria that he shows up again or it was an annual. I don't I don't remember which one it was, but he he just appears. And then for him to show up, which. Well, and he black Christensen. Thank you. Black chocolate. Uh, (laughs) I'm having a hard time talking today. He has had an encounter in the comics with every major character uh, from the Skywalker saga. Yes. So he's had an encounter with Chewie, Luke, um, Han Solo, Obi-Wan, Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he has direct contact with Princess Leia. I don't remember. Because I'm not a huge Star Wars comic fan, believe it or not. I don't think he had any interactions because Leia was too far too far removed. Too far removed. Because he, he, for some strange reason, keeps getting pulled to Tatooine. Right. And that's where he's running with Luke and Vader. And yeah, yeah. there's like a whole story there with that. I was so irritated that the Trandoshans went after him. Because they're the ones that enslaved him in the first place. And so it just seemed like kicking a guy when he was down to loose that what, gang okay. on, the, on him. What was great 
was that we get to see a Wookiee other than Chewbacca just open a can of whoop ass. And he did. And he did. But then at the end, they treated him just like Chewbacca. And it was just like, eh. He didn't get any credit, <laughs> didn't get any accolades. There was he got the no promise. Medal. There was no medal. <laughs> he got the promise of a back to bath, which right. obviously the tank is in use right now, so <laughs> that poor bastard is sitting. But then I don't know, do you want a a creature that's mostly fur in your back to tank? Can you imagine cleaning out the drain on that one? Well remember yeah. I have a little squirgy at home, so Yes. <laughs> I know ah. I I know their pain. I mean uh, they long wet black hair. But maybe if they comb him really well before he goes in. Those dreads, <laughs> all the matted dreads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do well with hair and drains. I'm just telling uh, you right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. You'll make me yeah. So the, <laughs> the best part is I love the scene. And black chocolate is limping. I mean, his foot. Like, is like his all the way. Yeah, it's like he's this. Like walking on 45 his degrees. <laughs> and he's walking and he's dragging himself. That is one tough MF. I'm just like, good Well, the God. whole, they're all like that, though. They they're, are all like that. And as a species, and we, we don't get to see how impressive Wookiees are. We get like really. a, a glimpse in Revenge of the Jedi or Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And... Uh, in the Clone Wars, and it's fine, but I think it's like one of the neglected characters, and I'm glad that they yeah, they really absolutely. embraced another Wookiee other than Chewie for a change. I I would like to s- some of these episodic shows to spend more time on Kashyyyk. I would think that would be great because they have a very for for a culture that we don't see very much very deeply in Star Wars. There's a lot going on there, and we hear about it. Through other characters. I mean, we there do. was a reason Yoda went to Kashyyyk, and it wasn't simply to hold a front line. It was There was more to it than that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I just and I would the, like to see more of that because it's not as saccharine as the Ewoks. I, you know, I, no. I was a kid, an actual child in the day of the Ewoks, and found them too saccharine even in that moment. You're so, hardcore, though. I, I am. <laughs> So hardcore. People look at me with my what? What? <laughs> with my little dimples and <laughs> my high squeaky voice. Is like, damn, uh, that girl's tails. gonna kick our ass. That's right. Because uh, <laughs> when you see them lay waste to Mandalore, oh my god, that hurt me. That was. I, I was like, wow. When you said that, I got a little twinge in my mm-hmm. chest. We have lived. With the fact of the purge of Mandalore. Which we know happened. Yeah. We just don't know how. Just like we didn't know what happened to the Kaminos, we just know they're gone. Kaminoans. Okay. <laughs> Every time you say Kaminos, I get like it's what, a picture his... of El Camino, like in a lowrider convention. All I want. <laughs> Are my Calaminos? <laughs> no, isn't that isn't that what um, Dex said to Obi Wan in Kaminoans? Oh, there, okay. the planet is Camino. The okay. people are Kaminoans. Okay. <laughs> well, they sank the city. They sank it brutally. Bloated it up. Bloated up. Bloated up. Sank it. Happens when I have too many muffins. Get bloated yeah. up. <laughs> God. Um, so to see them yeah. kind of just flesh that out yeah. 
The, and, and it is right. We've we've heard of all these things, and now we're finally seeing them. And and I'm really I'm really enjoying that. The the visual of the Purge of Mandalore created hullabaloo on the internet. Really? It did because I don't know because it wasn't. We talked about this last time too. We want something new, but don't yes. change it. Don't but change don't. It. So it was in that vein, and I try. I actively try not to engage with this kind of stuff because it's it doesn't serve me in any way. No. Um, it's not good for me, but the, but it did create some hullabaloo. But I was thinking about it, and we talked about this too offline. I don't think there's ever been a visual representation of the Purge of Men. Like, not in comics, definitely no. not on film of any type. And so this is the first time we had seen it. And it really, I doubled over, just like I did when we were talking about I felt a pain a physical pain seeing that and just kind of condensed. It hurt. It hurt me to see that. But see, what bothers me <clears throat> is this is, I mean, you. this isn't the first purge we've seen. No. New Hope. Bye-bye, Alderaan. I mean, but, that planet just gets wiped clean off the board. And it's shocking, but it happens so fast. It does happen so fast. And but, we don't know anybody from Alderaan personally until later. Later. Because Bail Organa, who's in the Obi-Wan series, yes. is going to be... I mean, that's our direct tie to Alderaan, and I think mm-hmm. that'll be the last time we see him. But then think of Rogue One. I mean... Oh, my God. That, <laughs> Have I ever told that you? That whole fight. I mean, it is so... I mean, but you don't have to go far, and why all right. of the, the, the nerd herd is upset about seeing the Purge of Mandalore, I think... Because it, it wasn't done to their exacting specifications is the problem. There's so many th- uh, there's so many holes in 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 what we saw. Same thing with Grogu. Right. We get we get a brief glimpse. We know he's there for the Purge, purge of the Jedi. Right. Right. Which we kind of suspected, but we got that little nugget. It confirms kind of a lot of our theories. Right. Because I think the next scene is R two coming in, scooping up Grogu and and or getting the hell out somebody. of there. somebody somebody did. I, yeah. R2 was with, was oh, I with? guess R2 was with, he's with he Anakin. was with Anakin. Yeah, never mind. I'm sorry. But he's not near Anakin. No, he's not near Anakin. And if you look at where he parks his speeder. That's fair. Okay. I yeah, think yeah. I think R2 is that component for for that the rest of that story. So I know, um, I know I'm going to hear about my visceral reaction to the Purge of Mandalore. Did I ever tell you about seeing Rogue One? We no. saw it in the movies. Okay. Uh, I call it the sadness. <laughs> okay. I started, there was a guy and a foreign exchange student, like a college age foreign exchange student sitting next to us. They were together like friends. They went to see the movie together. I'm with you. And I think this guy was, Italian or Spanish or Portuguese, anyway, Western European. And he's sitting, I'm sitting on the end. His friend is sitting next to me. He's sitting on the other side of his friend. I start weeping, right? Just weeping. I'm, I'm not, I'm not like howling. Part? Well, when. At the end or when, the middle? In the middle when, uh, when the realization, because if you're a Star Wars fan, <laughs> you knew you what know was going coming. on. You know what's like, coming. Like you hit that middle point and you're like, "Oh, crap. This is this is them." And another character yeah. 
that you we have seen periodically through all of the lore yes. is um what's um I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, I need more than that. <laughs> he's half mechanical at this point, but he's he's always been the other side of the Rebel Alliance. Oh, the cyborg. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I mean, because yeah. we find that's we see the end of his story, but he's always been through right. Clone Wars, through Rebels, through. Yes. yes. Um, I know everyone's going to at me for not remembering his name, <laughs> and I apologize. I haven't had enough coffee, obviously. But it, it's yeah, it's yeah. you're like. So that's how he ends. Yeah, it's like Doctor Who, where you you know what happens to River, and then you just it you it just stacks on the sadness. It does. So we get to this halfway point, and I realize what's what's really happening here, and I start weeping, just like big fat crocodile tears. tears. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And Jerry's kind of petting my hair <laughs> and handing me tissues, and then. They're on the beach, and I can't. I try to be really still and really quiet in movies, but they are sitting on the beach, and that wave is starting to form, and I just lost it. I'm just like, <laughs> like 28 days later, and, or, this, uh, no. and this Western European foreign exchange student leans over and is like, "Is she okay?" <laughs> And he's looking, he's handing me napkins across his friend. And this total stranger is, like, petting the other. He met his friend move. And, like, Jeremy and this stranger are, like, petting my hair and my shoulders. And, like, it's going to be okay. And I'm just, like, blah, just sobbing and crying and sniffling. And then I'm getting a little gaggy because my nose got all snotty. And then... Princess Leia and it was right after Carrie had passed and I'm just I was on the floor just in snotty tears all these strangers are looking at me this totally random dude is trying to comfort me Jeremy I don't usually lose it like that in public so Jeremy is just completely beside himself and I that I relived that when they nuked Mandalore the other night it hurt it was so upsetting. It was upsetting. But why does Luke got to be a dick? He's not trying to be. He totally lone wolf and cubbed his ass. You mu- you can only pick one. Well, Fuck you. I want them both. That's the Who's going to hold that lightsaber? I mean, other than like the sliced bread, asshole. Luke Skywalker is trying to teach millennia of Jedi training when he has no training. 20 minutes of training himself. He's... I mean, have you ever gotten a book and have tried to teach yourself something out of the book? Like, you might get the basic mechanics of it, but it doesn't make you... Well, he does... I mean, I don't know if they're, like, the holocorn, if Luke has one, because there's another story out there that helps complete his his training, to your point. But I don't know... You're right. I don't know where they're at in his story. And that mirrors Kanan Jarrett's quite a bit. It does. Um, a lot, a lot. Yeah, because he also didn't have full training, but goes on to train a Padawan in mm-hmm. Ezra. And so it just, I like the mirror images here, but I don't think Luke is doing it on purpose. I think he's doing his best with the tools he has. But he just blew up an empire, literally and figuratively. So there's got to be a little ego happening there and there's a lot of ego happening there and he's missing yoda and he's missing obi-wan and he i'm 
we all knew. I don't even have to right. say it. Yeah, we yeah, all yeah, knew yeah. the choice. We all knew what he was going to do. Yeah. And I even liked the moment, oh, you're wearing the shirt. You know, it was it was a sweet, <laughs> tender moment of the reunification because yeah. we knew it was going to happen. Of course, because that's the, the lone wolf and cub is mm-hmm. the crux of the Mandalorian story. We don't have, I mean, Mando's great. He's, he is. Din is great. But what humanizes him is Grogu, and they, and they must be together. That is a classic samurai story right there. And they, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point we get Grogu showing Mando how to use the Darksaber. Yeah, Cause that at least a little really bit. really plays into a lot, I think, with the Jedi lore and what Grogu has forgotten. Right. Because we know he's been trained. We know he knows how to do stuff. He just... He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. Well, I mean... Unless he pulls a bolt out of a, ro- a right? droid's leg. <laughs> right. That, that, uh, that made me laugh. Those little fingers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, by the way... Yes. The minute I saw the blacksmith put down a handful of rings in that space station, I measured my Grogu doll for armor, and that is underway. <laughs> I, that one? Uh, mine is slightly larger, but yes... Um, you, I can also make your Grogu doll armor if his little potato sack comes off. I think that one does. Yeah. Because, I, yeah, so, I have the electronic one that coos and makes noise. You do? Yeah, I go scratch his head. Oh, my God. Uh- <laughs> yeah, if you scratch his head, he makes the, the – and he, his eyes blink and his head moves and – I was in Costco with my mom the other day, and I had a flashback to being 10 because they had they had that. So she's pushing the cart, and I'm kind of, you know, <laughs> walking slowly behind her. And I see this Grogu doll, and I was like, oh, Mom, look. And I ran, and I got it, and she's like, put him back. You don't need it. And I, and I had to stop. I was like, wait like, a wait minute. Wait a minute. I'm an adult. Yes, I do. I have a credit card of my own. That's right. <laughs> I don't need your money, Mom. <laughs> it was just such a... I haven't had that as an adult. It was such a weird moment. Uh, anyway, so, Boba Fett forever. Boba Fett forever. Uh, I do like that he he stopped and realized this is not for him. Right. So I know that they're going to leave it to the Vespa Rangers. Eh. Son of a bitch. Fennec Shand. Let's talk about that for a minute because she's kind of been she's, – she's been kind of holding back. Like, she went yes. after the first assassins early on, but then is just sort of... But we've known she's been holding back. We, well, we have, yeah. And Boba, let me be clear, Boba Fett is not holding her back. No. She is restraining herself for some reason. And then she's just like, you know, F this. I'm, I'm out. And, like, wipes out the whole leadership. That's amazing. In under two minutes. Right? Just Quietly, boom, 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 efficiently. Boom. That's what we like. It was amazing. How heavy do you think a hammerhead is to be able to lift that? Well, she is part cyborg now, yeah, so. Yeah, but that's, I mean, her core, the rest that's of That's what you lift. That's where you get your lifting. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. These people have, have everyday maglev in you. So she. Yeah, that's true. I was I I was glad to see her finally strut her stuff because yeah. she it's always been rumored again another character we hear lots about right but we've never really seen in action so it was very cool to see and then I love how they're having this struggle like like oh my gosh we're gonna lose we're cornered what do we do oh crap I've got a rancor in the basement we knew that Be was right coming back. I knew that was coming uh- <laughs> we knew, I knew exactly what was gonna happen but you know the 
see, and that's where I got kind of annoyed with Boba Fett is staying to protect these people. Right. But you're extorting money right. from these people. You're, you're, you're still... Extortion's such an unmusical word. <laughs> Racketeering, protection money, however you want to say it, he's, How... he's still being a bad guy. Well, we talked about this last time, yes. too, though, because it's the it's the Japanese feudal system. It he is. is. He's the daimyo. He's the protector. You pay tribute to. Of yeah. the region. And he did his job. He's he's a little rusty. You know, he's been hanging out in that Sarlacc for a minute. So he's a little rusty. A little chewed up. A little chewed up. Partially digested. Doesn't make one a quick thinker. Um <laughs> Especially when you get a bantha stick to the side of the right. head. Right. So I, th- I think he's just warming up. I, I maybe it's the middle aged lady in me, but I love to see middle aged people kicking butt. And he does. <laughs> he finally kind of comes around. I'm just curious. I don't think the rancor is going to fit in the slave one. So if he's leaving, Tatooine. I don't think he is leaving. Tatooine, I think he though. is. I think he's going because, like he said, this isn't for us. I don't know what is. Right. But I don't think. And thankfully, they, he is going to leave Tatooine, I he, think. Is he going to leave Cobb Vance? And well, and it's funny that you mentioned that because if charge. you don't stay till the end credits, you will miss Cobb sitting in a tank. In the back to tank. Which we knew. I knew it was happening. I called right, it. He took right. it to the shoulder. The deputy, on the other hand. Oh, that dumb deputy. Oh, not, my gosh. That guy. Not as bright he, or lucky. He moseyed. There's no other term for what yeah. that deputy did. He moseyed out of the bar. I'm really, I was like, that's a dead deputy right there. Um, I, what I loved the, the best about the scene, and I know more about the Cad Bane character than probably uh-huh. I should, but he is modeled after Lee Van Cleef. Yes. Of Fistful of Dollars. Oh, my gosh. I love those gl- gunslinger moments. I the Star Wars. So I'm a huge Akira Kurosawa fan, which surprises right. a lot of people. But I love those and those old samurai movies because that they used to be on poorly dubbed on TV on mm-hmm. the weekends, and I would watch them with my dad. So I have this huge affection for things like that. And my dad's a big Western fan too. And we all know that Star Wars is just a big mashup of Kurosawa and Clint Eastwood. But I love to see those moments drawn out like that, like the high noon and the spurs and the quick draw and all of that is so fantastic. And I love that um, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are doing, are, are drawing Pain out those tribute. moments and and the seven samurai moments yep. and like it's just it's just fantastic. Because what I really what really dig I dig the most not only the the coat right with the gun right total Lee Van Cleef. But the sound effect, because when Lee Van Cleef's gun goes off in Fistful of Dollars, it has that echoing. Yeah. They, they did it for Cad Bane's gun. When he's shooting Boba Fett, when he took out the deputy, when, right. he, took, when he shot Cobb. And it was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate to break was... it to you. He is not dead. Cad Bane is not dead. He took a gaffy stick to the chest. I feel pretty strongly that that's a... Final moments. And it's a long final moments. The camera is over Cad Bane, okay? He's okay. Got, he's just laying there. Did you notice that little red blinking light that kicks on and starts I hadn't. beeping noise? I hadn't. I'll have to go back and... That is Cad Bane's life support, fistful of dollars guaranteed. Okay. 
Because I am going to tell you that it's probably his distress signal for his droid to come pick his ass up. Oh. And it's probably his life support to keep him alive until oh. his droid comes to pick his ass up. So I didn't recognize him at first, but they used the same voice actor yes. from, from Clone Wars. And... Um, I'm going to say that it's the age difference that caused the difference in voice because it is like 30 years after the last time we heard Cad Bane speak at this point. Um, so do you think they're going to bring Seth Green back to voice that little droid if he returns? Oh, my God. If they did, that would be beautiful. That would be the cherry on top. Right? So cute. I love that obnoxious little droid, that sassy little. Like, they're all really. They all have their own personality. They're all really sassy and, and insubordinate. But they had the one droid that was running around in, in um, uh, the palace. Yes. At the end. Well, and the dealer in the casino is the old droid from Star Tours. Star Tours. Yeah. He makes multiple, <laughs> multiple appearances. Um, yeah. this it's. I loved it. I love that they're bringing back. Um, some of the old lore because I, there was a lot of there was a lot of upset when Disney bought Star Wars because they threw away a lot of so the a lot of the canon, canon. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but Favreau and Filoni are bringing it back piece by piece, and but it's the, I like it's that amazing. they're selective. They're not they are all selective. throwing it all in there. I like that Cad Bane is back, I, and he's still alive. Sorry, I know spoilers, but. <laughs> Just sit there, humor yeah, me. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch he's, it. He's laying there. He is He's down. He ain't yeah. out. He is not out. You don't become the galaxy's most feared bounty hunter, which I love that they steal from Boba Fett. Right. Um, and give to Cad Bane, but... And, well, and not get a couple bumps along. The Boba way. Fett's having a moment, though. And he is. The, he's having a midlife crisis. In the timeline, he's about 40, 42. He's got to be older than that. Not really. How old is Han? Because he's basically, he would be close to the same age as Han. Well, he was, let's see, five years after. I guess he would be in his 40s. Yeah. 40s, close to 50s. And he's he's spent the last handful of years being partially digested. <laughs> Which you love saying. And then he had a vision quest. And then his adopted family was murdered by Pikes. And so, like, he's just having, he's having a really bad day. He's just trying to get his feet under him. I'm just, just trying. It's like when you come back from work after a really long vacation. You've got 5,000 emails and he's, everybody he's wants something from you. been on sabbatical for way too long. Yeah, you just got to get your feet under you. And maybe he doesn't want to be a killer anymore, but... Yeah, that was the only problem that I really had is gotta, Boba Fett didn't really kill anybody. He was rather vanilla about the whole thing. I love that the Rancor showed up. Right. But I still don't know where you're going to put that thing in, in the Slave 1. They're not calling it that anymore. Seriously, they changed the name of the ship. To it what? is Boba Fett's ship. <laughs> I'm not well, kidding. That's just wizard, I'm not kidding. Isn't it? Because, I, again, for good or ill, when something is problematic, Disney acts on it. Maybe they act too fast. Maybe it's a curious action, but they... They go for it, and it is not the slave one anymore. So final thought, and the one cool thing that I haven't brought up because I was saving it for the end. Okay. Because we end on this, is Mando's new ship, and... and (laughs) 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 That whole scene (laughs) is... I know I'm just going to lose a whole lot of cred when I say it is just precious. It, it is really precious. just, oh my 
God, it is just it just it just sends the message. It is the perfect message. It is at the end, and they're just burning fuel to entertain the baby. That is such. That is such a parental thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, when when Grogu took all the cookies and barfed, that, you know, he wasn't like, oh, gross, he barfed, blue cookie all over. He's like, oh, damn. Hold on, I've, I'm having a maintenance issue. Mm-hmm. And he just cleans it up. Like, he wasn't mando wasn't looking to be a dad but he's a good dad he's embraced it it it, it's it's fun and the whole i mean i was uh, we know the ship is short-lived because yeah what are you gonna do strap someone in carbonite on the bottom of the ship yes that was my point entirely and now you're knocking it that was my point entirely no i mean (laughs) i'm I'm agreeing with you because you know warm or cold there's no warm it's cold it is cold you don't you're going you don't need additional life support if you're already frozen in carbonite so you know the vacuum of space is not a problem i mean unless you (laughs) strap them up and stick them in the the poop tube in the back i don't i don't know yeah i don't know the grogu tube i guess i guess we could call it yeah, yeah, I don't know. But the whole, I love that 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 little, and it is so childlike. <laughs> like, give me what I want. Yes, give me yes. what I want. Come on, Dad. Come on. One more time, Dad. That reminded me. Um, we, my son and I, lived at home with my parents not for a while after he was born. Right. And my dad was Eric's primary caregiver. Uh, Because he was retired. And one day my dad calls me at work and he's like, you got to come home. The kid is sick. And I said, well, what's going on? Do I need to call the doctor? And he says, you just have to come home. So I get home and I said, well, what happened? And he says, I don't know. Uh, We went to see grandma, my grandma. And then we went to McDonald's for lunch. And then we went to Baskin Robbins. And then we went to the park and I spun him on that thing and he threw up. Like, yeah, Dad, you filled him full of crap, and then you spun him really fast. Of course, he's gonna fall. But that was that was the <laughs> mental image I got as Grogu's like knocking on the window. Come on, come on, let's do things that are bad for us, let's, Dad. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, embrace the naughty. Well, it works. Amazing. Um, we don't have to go too far till we get more Star Wars answers. As Obi Wan will be landing May fifth, twenty fifth. They move it back? 25th. Okay. Because I had May 5th in my notes, but... 25th. It's a week after Jeremy's birthday. God bless. <laughs> I was happy at the beginning of May. So that means there's something else coming in between? I think Marvel. Because they try and alternate it. Yeah. So we're going to get a Marvel... Something. Something. And then we're going to get... I know I should Obi-Wan. probably have that down, but I don't. And then we're going to get, I think, a Marvel something... Is it Moon Knight already? Or is that not till November? No, I think Moon Knight's relatively soon. Because they're pushing the crap out of that thing. And then Bad Batch. I think that's the order. Okay. I will take your word for it because I don't, I have the wrong date in front of me. But I'm not surprised because everyone changes the dates. Yeah. That's all I've got for the podcast. Okay. You got anything? Uh, Nothing that we can talk about yet. We have so many secrets. So many we have secrets. a secret meeting today, of all things. We do. We're going on a secret meeting. The three field of trip. us will be going downtown. Yes. In my new car, which is silver, which we have named the Razor Crest, and you will see why uh, when we get out to You're the. You're such a nerd. I am such a nerd. But that's fine. That's why you <laughs> listen to us because we're fun. We're entertaining. Um, yeah. And, and we hopefully entertained you today. 
Hopefully. Hopefully. Ah, give us a like. Give us a share. Go over to the YouTube channel. Uh, this podcast will be up uh, later in the week uh, as Vadim finishes doing his magic. Yes. And um, give us a like. Give us a share. Please give us a follow. And if you have any comments, send them to me. Susie's tired of your mail. I don't get shit. <laughs> the hell. The last podcast you were on, I didn't get a blip from anybody. Nobody said anything to me. I have... I have someone who doesn't like me. Obviously. And I get I get a lot of uh, mail from that person. But I didn't even need, get any, like, love mail either. Really? Yeah, every once in a while, you know, every podcast or so I get kind of like, you know, great this or, hey, this was cool or right. someone will help expand my, perspect- my, right. my, my perception. I never I get I didn't any, get that. I never get any love letters. I just get this one. I just get love letters. This one email that... <laughs> Well, there you go. There you have it. And on that bombshell, we shall say goodnight. In the meantime, run fast, laugh hard, and always be kind. Good night.